Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, where the goal with every single episode is to help you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. On today's episode, guys, I want to share with you the worst advices, examples of the worst advices athletes receive and what you can do about them. So I'll just share five of them. I know they're a multitude, but I feel like, you know, in this day and age of social media and, you know, everyone being an expert, so, so to speak, there's a lot of information and advice flying out there. So for the athlete who is, you know, not in a position where they can decipher this type of information or where they can get a second opinion or where they can find out what the true position is, you know, they're more or less stuck with accepting that type of advice you know so i wanted to share on today's episode guys five of the worst that i've heard why it is bad advice and what you can do about it so i'm not only sharing with you what the advice is i'm sharing with you why it's a bad advice and then what are the things that you can do about it of course uh, feel free guys to send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com and share with me some of the advice you have received over the course of your career it doesn't matter how long it is share with me some of the worst advice you've ever received i would love to hear your thoughts and of course i'm going to be reading it in the emails tola at athletemaestro.com but that's what i want to break down for you on today's episode so just in case you've also received advice like this you know what to do you know how to prevent yourself from falling prey so to speak to that sort of advice this episode guys is brought to you by my free ebook on the five biggest mistakes that athletes make so yes it's one thing to receive bad advice it's another thing entirely to be making these mistakes as a young athlete so i created a free ebook for you well of course you learn what these mistakes are and how you should avoid them athletemaestro.com forward slash mistakes athletemaestro.com forward slash mistakes you learn the mistakes that you should be avoiding at this stage of your career when you've downloaded that free ebook come back to this episode where we are talking about the worst advices athletes have received and what you can do about them welcome to athlete maestro a podcast tailored for athlete development improvement and peak performance and now here's your host welcome back to the show guys and we'll get straight into it the first advice or the first worst advice that I've heard athletes receive is that rest is for the week. Rest is for the week. You see, this advice, right, it stems from athletes like Kobe Bryant. You know, everyone sees, I mean, there are countless stories. And I've shared some of those stories here on the podcast as well. You know, so there, there was a time that um, Kobe Bryant was training with Team USA. And there was a, one of his teammates who, you know, training, team training was supposed to be at 10 a.m., right? And he was feeling good with himself that he's going to get to training, you know, at 8, there about, also two clear hours before, you know, just do some warm-ups, drills and all that. He gets there and he sees Kobe already drenched in sweat. So definitely he didn't get there at 8. So the next training session, right, he wanted to beat him. So I think this was Chris Bosch. You know, the next training session, he wanted to beat him to the gym as well. So he decided he was going to get there by 6. And guess what? He gets there. And who is already there? Kobe Bryant. Of course, Kobe Bryant tells him, look, he said, look, it doesn't matter how early you think you're going to get to the gym, you're going to get here before you. 
so kobe had that reputation of always working now don't forget that after that personal training session he was still going to partake in the team training session so it wasn't like he was doing his personal training session and then you know he was going to take a break or rest or something no no he was now going to partake in the team training session and that's where this advice comes from guys where you know where when you're an athlete and you want to take a break you want to rest right you know and they're like don't you see how the likes of kobe Bryant are doing and of course that's when you hear the phrase first thing last out right first to get to training last to leave training see the reason this is bad advice is that it promotes this culture where you feel like you always have to be working and do not forget that your body is not a machine your body is not a machine another reason why this is bad advice is that you see the likes of kobe Bryant. The likes of Cristiano Ronaldo, LeBron James, Conor McGregor, name them. These are guys who have access to resources that take care of their body unlike anything a young athlete has ever seen. So LeBron James was a guy who said, look, he spends north of $1.5 million on his body in his season, right? Um, Seattle Seahawks, no, he's left the Seattle Seahawks now. He's now with the Denver Broncos, um, Russell Wilson said he spends north of one million dollars on his body per season you see these guys have resources so while it appears to the naked eye that these guys are working their socks off these guys are you know doing exceptional things and all of that what you don't see behind the scenes is the amount of resources they are putting into taking care of that body so you just hear about Kobe Bryant, work, 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 always training, gets to the gym at 4 a.m., does this, does that. What you don't see are the ways in which he takes care of his body to be able or to allow him to do those things. And I remember when Eric Thomas as well, hip-hop preacher, right? This is a guy who he wakes up at 3 a.m. every single morning. And his own mentality or his idea was that, you know, if you're on the East Coast or the West Coast, depending on where you are in the U.S., you know, you're a couple of hours behind in time. He said, look, if I wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning, I have a couple of hours head start on the guys that are across the country on the other side, right? But the question or the thing that he now said, which resonated with me, was like, everybody hears that I wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning, nobody asks what time I go to bed. That was powerful, like, that struck me like because the point he was making was everybody would then come with this mantra eric thomas wakes up at 3 a.m this person wakes up at 3 a.m this person wakes up at 4 a.m are you asking the question what time they're going to bed eric thomas 8 p.m 8 30 is in bed right so by the time you calculate that up to 3 p.m is literally give or take getting his eight hours of sleep but here you are you hear that Eric Thomas wakes up at 3 a.m., you go to bed at 10.30 or 11, and you're only getting about 4-5 hours of sleep. Then you wonder why you're lethargic. Same thing with this Kobe Bryant example, guys. You know, the whole idea that he's always training, 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 this is a guy who pays attention and takes care of his body. What should you then do about this, guys? What you should do is that identify the level that you are and the things that work for you. So are you at the level yet where you can take care of your body to the point where it allows you to continue to train? Don't forget that Michael Phelps at a point, giving this example many times, four years consecutively, every day, he trained in the build-up to the Athens Olympic Games. That's a guy who had resources. That's a guy who was at a level 
where that needed to be and of course when i uh, uh did the episode monday episode on married biogen so one of the most successful winter olympias of all time you saw in that episode how she gradually as she developed in age in size everything how she gradually upped her training schedule to take on more to increase the load as she was progressing upward so she didn't say oh i'm 15 i'm going to just pile on the load no she strategically increased it as she grew in age as she grew in stature as she continued to develop so find out firstly what stage are you second point that you want to find out is what works for you what works for you so that's the number one worst advice that i get where you feel like 24 7 you can just be training number two worst advice guys is that focus only on your strengths focus only on your strengths and i hear coaches like you know say this to athletes all the time and look everyone is entitled to their opinion everyone is entitled to what works for them but you see i feel that that's terrible advice and why is that you see the whole essence of sports especially in competition sports where you have your adversary in front of you so i'm not talking about shooting you know i'm not talking about archery i'm not talking about um sailing you know i'm not talking what are some of those other sports where it's not it's not a it's not a direct competition where you are facing each other football you're facing each other basketball you're facing each other right formula one like you guys are literally racing the car side by side you see once you perform in a sport right where you are in direct competition like you guys are there at the same time you are literally competing against each other there's the possibility for you to do things to each other while you perform you cannot focus only on your strengths why because your weakness is an achilles heel that will be used against you right in the world of mma right so um uh, this weekend or i think it's next weekend or this weekend when you're hearing this you know there's, there's this blockbuster ufc event where Hamza Chimaev is facing Gilbert Burns. Um, Alexander Volkanovsky is facing the Korean zombie. You know, Adjimin Serin is facing Percy Yan. You know, big, big fights. And I remember something that um, Hamza Chimaev was saying about, I can't remember if it was middleweight champion Israel Adesanya or somebody else. But he made the point that this guy doesn't have any wrestling. The secret to beating him is to take him down. So what that means is that there's an identified weakness in that other person's game and that weakness is the thing that can be used to triumph over that other person, right? So if a coach is only advising you focus on your strengths, focus on your strengths, you see, you best well be damn sure, right, that that strength is at a thousand percent to the point where you have no Achilles heel that could be used against you. And even speaking of Israel Adesanya, that's exactly what happened to him when he stepped up to light heavyweight to fight Jan Blahovic, right? The wrestling was the difference, right? On the feet, stand up like the best there is. But the wrestling was a little bit success. By the time he was going to face Robert Whittaker a second time, he had improved on that wrestling. So you see, when you have coaches, right? Say focus only on strength. The reason it is bad advice is because that weakness can be used against you you know you play football for example your left back is your weak point if the other team knows that what exactly are they going to do they're going to channel their play through that left side where you have the weakest player on your team that's the number two advice so what do you do about this guys you see the great athletes the elite athletes they find time 
to work on their weaknesses. Nobody says abandon your strengths. They find time to also work on those weaknesses. That's the number two worst advice that I've heard. They just focus on your strengths. Come on. That's as terrible as it gets. Number three worst advice is that if you're not improving, you're not working hard enough. You know, so it's easy for coaches, right, to sit down and say, you're not working hard. That's why you're not getting better. You see, but I've said this on the podcast so many times. You see, you can work hard on the wrong things. You can work hard on the wrong thing. I remember this analogy, you know, that someone gave it was a business analogy, but I'm just relating it to sports where, you know, uh, they, they, there was a guy who, you know, had this business model for a village where, you know, they're just putting boreholes and develop water and all that. But you see, the borehole was a little bit of a distance away from you know where where the town was where the village was right so he and his competitor they bought a bucket each and they would go they would fetch water tickets to the village you know the other guy eventually added one more bucket and then the other guy in order to counter that employed somebody so he got an extra bucket employed somebody else to get more buckets right so that they could transport and here comes this third guy right who sits down who analyzes and says that why so much manual labor so what he did was that he created a pipe that connected from the borehole, so the water system, all the way to the village, right? Literally, all those other guys were working hard. But working that hard was not giving them the resource that they needed. So they're working hard on the wrong thing. It's very possible, guys, for you to work hard on the wrong thing. So when you see a coach who says, if you're not improving, you're not working hard enough, they're asking the wrong question. The question should be, what are you working on? Before we talk about how hard you're working, what are you working on? Are you working on the right things? That's the first step. If you're working on the right things, then we can look at how hard you're working. And then we know that if you put the two of them together, it's only a matter of time before you begin to see the results. If we put the two together, we know that it is only a matter of time before you begin to see the results. So articulating, right? Or just juxtaposing and comparing hard work to the results you're achieving is absolutely terrible advice. So what are the things that you do or you should do? That's exactly what I just mentioned. Identify first what you are working on. Are you working on the right thing? Are you working on the right thing? If you are working on the right thing, Yes, let's then go to how hard you're working. And if we can make that work, smart work, so to speak. So, you know, just this idea that you have to train seven days a week. You have to train every single day. You can be training and you can be working hard on the wrong thing, guys. That's the third worst advice that I've got. Second, uh, the number four one is that no pain, no gain. No pain, no gain. I'm sure there's, there's no athlete in the world. Who hasn't heard that phrase before? No pain, no gain. Every single athlete has heard that phrase before. I am too damn sure about it. And you see, it's terrible advice. The reason it's terrible advice is that because of the sheer physical nature that sports is, injuries are almost inevitable at some level, right? Whether it's just a muscle ache, whether it's a leg break, whether whatever it is, injuries are inevitable at a certain level. So when you say no pain, no gain, the message you're passing across to that athlete is that even when they feel pain, they should recognize it as a good sign because they would not make progress otherwise. So you are enforcing a culture 
athletes, first and foremost, they don't take the rest they need. They don't report pain that they feel to either the physiotherapist, the team doctor, whichever one it is, because they feel like if I'm feeling pain, it means that I am on the path to gain. If I'm feeling pain, it means that I am on the path to gaining something. That's absolutely terrible advice. You see, what you should do about this, guys, is that you need to understand that your body, your body is not a machine. Your body is not something that you can toy with. If you feel pain, you need to get it checked out. If you feel pain, you need to get it checked out. So we're not talking about delayed onset muscle soreness. So DOMS, you know, when you haven't worked out in a while, you work out now, your muscles are aching. We're not talking about that. We're talking about sharp pain. We're talking about pain that you know that is not normal. Pain that you know that something is wrong here. Pain that you're telling yourself that I haven't felt this before. It feels a little bit weird. You see, that's the kind of pain we're talking about. So the idea that you articulate pain to gain is absolutely terrible advice and it's one that you should stay away from if you feel pain guys get it checked out either by a physio by a doctor whichever one it is to be sure that you are not causing more damage than you actually should that's number four guys and the final one guys is that once you make it it will all be okay once you make it it will all be okay you see the reason why this is terrible advice is that it it prevents you the athlete from appreciating the process that you're on the journey that you're undertaking i see this is what leads to depression there's a previous episode of the podcast where i shared with you you know how, how to avoid getting depressed you see advice like this is one of the things that causes that right because you get these athletes to be fixated on making it making it making it i have to make it i have to make it they're so fixated on that that they don't focus on the process they don't focus on the journey then when they get so close to that making it and they experience some sort of issue problem disappointment it's going to hit them so hard it's going to hit them so hard so it's absolutely terrible advice what should you then do as an athlete when you're getting this advice is to enjoy every moment enjoy the process enjoy the journey that you're on if you enjoy the journey you execute the way you should execute you play the way you should play ultimately you would get to make it quote unquote but if all you're fixated on all you're looking at is that i need to make it i need to make it i need to make it that is a major problem that is waiting to happen that is a major catastrophe that is waiting to just rear its ugly head and that is one thing that you must avoid as an athlete that's one thing that you must avoid categorically you must avoid it as an athlete and the way that you do that of course like i said the process and the journey they are making you they are molding you into who you are and it's important that you enjoy athlete master guys the worst advices that athletes have heard athletes receive and what you can do about it number one is that rest is for the week rest is key guys your body needs to replenish and rejuvenate focus only on your strength those weaknesses if they can be used against you you need to also work on them number three if you're not improving you're not working hard enough you can work hard on the wrong thing guys number four is no pain no gain you feel pain by damage your career if you don't play close attention to it and of course number five is that once you make it it would all be okay absolutely not that is what creates problems 
for her athletes head over to the website guys athletemaestro.com check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there all of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports while at the same time coming up with a strategy to achieve your sports goals if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review what are you waiting for what your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast know that this is a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports athlete maestro.com of course do not forget uh the free ebook that i asked you guys to download athlete maestro.com forward slash mistakes athlete maestro.com forward slash mistakes what uh, that ebook will do is that it gets you to avoid making certain mistakes as an athlete athletemaestro.com forward slash mistakes you have any questions like i said send me a mail i want to know the worst advices you guys have received over the course of your career i want to know those advices in detail send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there I want you to avoid these advices and do something about them. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.